T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a Tacus Fiber Internet Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Here's Payne and Pendergast. Yeah, people want, five reasons I hate you, they want the... They want one of the bullet points now to always be some sort of arcane law from the state that the opponent is playing. And we'll see what we can do. We I mean, can do that. We can accommodate you, people. Yeah, yeah we, we can do that for sure. You know, we got to keep it, you know, they play Tennessee and Indianapolis twice every year. So we got to try to keep it original. But we'll do our best. Um, Sean isn't Notre Dame in Indiana. Shower much. That goes back to Seth and I revealing that there actually still is a law in the books in Indiana that prohibits bathing. Between October and March. No, I I, yeah. I was a scofflaw. I showered on a regular basis when I lived in Indiana. Um, text message, Vanessa Richardson will be so offended by this, LOL. Vanessa's our good friend. She's from Indiana. She knows it's all in good fun. Yeah, Vanessa loves it. She actually will. Uh, she's She sent me her approval various times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing about Vanessa is you got to remember, she went to Indiana public schools. So she she's not even quite certain when she's being criticized. So... <laughs> She just like she just enjoys that we're talking about uh, her home state. She's cool. She's, she rolls yeah, with it. She's good. Uh, so the speaking of Indianapolis and speaking of the Colts, um, the uh, the Colts man, I had not realized how much weird stuff they've had going on in their building this year. Yeah, they've, yeah, they've had a I, I I hesitate to say they've had a Texans level of weirdness going on in their building. Like, and I don't mean now. The Texans are great now. But I mean, like the, the weirdness that had been going on when Jack Easterby was in the building, like pretty much, you know, like that, like that level of stuff going on. Um, but this is just a lot of stuff. It's a lot of well, there was a, so much swirling around uh, the team, the entire training camp period and the early weeks of the season that that you really, it, it, and especially if you would have found out that the number one over or their their first round draft pick was going to be injured now for the year. You would have thought people probably wouldn't feel so great about this team this year. Yeah. Um they're keep in mind they're they're coming off a year at the beginning of the calendar year, Jeff Saturday was their head coach. So you're coming off you're coming off a year where Jeff Saturday was a head coach and I, and the response to that might be it was a throwaway year. Who cares? It's obviously not affecting them this year. I know, but I would say this that there's no way Chris Ballard wanted Jeff Saturday to be the interim head coach last year. Zero chance. And so even once Jeff Saturday gets told you're not getting the job full-time, I would imagine that there's still a lot of angst in the building over there between ownership and the front office. And the fact that you just won four games also doesn't help the cause, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chris Ballard, I mean, has been in this position where he's been there forever and he's put together good rosters, but without the right quarterback – 
what's it all matter? Yep. And I think that's uh, – and especially where there are all these stories leading into this year about Jim Irsay taking – more and more of a of a meddling approach and getting involved more and putting more pressure. He doesn't just seem like the lovable old doofus anymore. Like he's now the lovable old doofus is being a conniving doofus. Yep. Doofus. Yeah, that those are the stories that emerge. Yeah, like it, it didn't feel didn't seem like it probably felt great inside. Kind of kind of poisoned in there for sure. And then you get to the season. They hire Shane Steichen. They draft Anthony Richardson. And now they're you know they're off to the races. Let's see how it goes. Well, you get to the summer, you get to training camp, and Jonathan Taylor wants a new contract. And yeah. he's getting ready to hold out. And Jim Irsay is publicly feuding with with Taylor's agent on social media about the value of running backs. And when training camp starts, Irsay pulls Taylor into his his weird party bus that he has parked next to the facility there and tries to hash things out. And they're in there for an hour. And Jonathan Taylor comes out of that party bus, and he is nowhere close to wanting to do any sort of long-term deal with right. the Indianapolis Colts. It was bad. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, if anything, it looked like, imagine this, uh, uh, having a sit-down with the owner uh, made him feel less optimistic or good about the organization. It really, at that point, I think a lot of people just assumed, like, at, th- at that point, that, well, Jonathan Taylor's going to get traded, and they've got Zach Moss. You know, and remember, Zach Moss went off against the Texans just week absolutely 18. went off as the against the te- week two in week two also but I just remember yeah. week 18 last year he he went for like a buck something too yeah yeah yep um yeah and Zach Moss you're right and Zach Moss in week two was good so eventually they got the deal like that was when they were still potentially going to trade Jonathan Taylor that's right that's right yeah um so uh so you had the Taylor situation um Shaquille Leonard who was like the Jonathan Taylor of the defense their best player defensively not currently or this year but for the previous three years he was their defensive leader like he was he was what D'Amico Ryans was to the Texans back in the day that's not a that's not an exaggeration Uh, uh, Leonard was a three-time all-pro eventually they release him this year and this is part way into a hundred million dollar contract that he signed two years ago just two years ago now and that it made sense in some respects because he wasn't the same guy after his injuries he just was never the same guy that he was before but like they still have a they have a banner up with his foot. They have like a mural of him right now, like commemorating him. So he was like very much beloved in the organization and thought of like as kind of the heart and soul in a lot of ways. So to cut ties with him midway, it just felt like one of those things where you're you're almost like punting on the season because everything's so weird. It yeah. was just it was just one more thing that felt like oh, of course, a team that's going through all this couldn't possibly be on the brink of being in the playoffs. We're releasing Shaquille Leonard so he can go play with a contender. With an actual right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and now here we are in week 18, and they're playing their way into the postseason, or trying to at least. Then they got hit with a bunch of suspensions. Um, it started before the season with Isaiah Robert, or Isaiah Rogers, who was their top returning corner, um, suspended indefinitely for gambling on his own team last year. They ended up just cutting ties with him. Um, Grover Stewart, who's one of their best players defensively, nose tackle, suspended six games in October for PED policy violation um and then in mid-december they suspended two more players uh wide receiver isaiah mckenzie and cornerback tony brown for conduct detrimental to the team so yeah that i mean so you've got you've got contractual drama you've got are we rebuilding are we not rebuilding you've got injury to the starting quarterback and you've got multiple suspensions they check a lot of boxes when it comes to adversity during the season like this is uh I think the Texans are the better football team, but I'm impressed that the Colts are where they are right now, considering all this stuff that we just listed here. Well, yeah, and I think that 
what part of it is that look Gardner Minshew's been managed really really well. I think they do things that like they scheme they scheme Michael Pittman open uh, for for Gardner Minshew to get rid of the ball very quickly. I think the the one stabilizing thing for the Colts right now that that is also the big you know coaching point for the Texans is that the offensive line is back to being really good. So if you're dealing with you know, if you're working with Gardner Minshew, give him quick options in the passing game behind a really good offensive line, and he's able to connect with Pittman very effectively. The run game doesn't look spectacular on paper, but that's partly because teams know that they just need to attack the run game. So they focus on that, and what's that do? That sets up play action. So you saw it last week. They throw these quick hitters to Michael Pittman. They run the ball. Jonathan Taylor looks a lot more like himself. It's been a slow build all year long for him to get to these last few weeks being where he is. And then they take shots downfield. When the Raiders were in cover zero with no safety help over the top, they hit Alec Pierce downfield deep. And and that's that's the one part of this game that I'm concerned about just because that's where the Texans have had so many issues is that they'll play good football, play good defense. Hey, here we go. And then all of a sudden, blown coverage, and they get victimized on the play action. So that remains the challenge. And I guess the the biggest thing they have going for them, the Texans do, is that they have been very – they've developed into a very, very solid run defense. So hopefully they don't have to load up eight in the box to to limit Jonathan Taylor. They just – they can't allow these explosive pass plays. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. How, what, how scary is the pairing of Pierce and Pittman as their wide receivers from that standpoint? I think that's the biggest part of it is that like Pittman, 
Pittman's very good on first read throws. When Gardner Minshew just goes back, plants his back foot, and gets rid of it, Pittman gets a lot of targets just like that. These quick hitters over the middle or out on the sideline. And the Texans aren't so hot at defending first read throws. They're really good at rallying to the ball after those are caught. And so they don't, they don't allow a whole lot of run after the catch. And I think that's, that's what I would expect. Like it, a successful day for the Texans really might look like, oh, Michael Pittman had 12 catches, but <laughs> it was for 80 yards. Yeah. You know, yeah. like something like that where, okay, that means that they're going to stall out on drive somewhere. You're keeping it from being explosive. Yep. I just, it can't turn into Michael Pittman had 12 catches for respectable yardage. And also, also by the way, because they were trying to jump these Michael Pittman routes or tight end routes that Alec Pierce burned them for. Right, right. Or that Michael Pittman, when you look at his box score, yeah, he had 10 catches for, uh, you know, he had 10 catches for 98 yards, long of 54. You yeah, know, like, yeah, you know, one like, of them got loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got you to prevent that, absolutely. Um, and then add in all the, like, around all this weirdness and all the weird stuff going, the fact that, like, Jim Irsay is there on a daily basis, too. Let me just sprinkle that in. Like, that this whole, all these suspensions and injuries and everything, Jim Irsay is the owner of, of that team. He's the, he's the man behind the curtain. Do you, um, do you think if the Colts could do a do-over and take somebody else with the fourth overall pick, do you think they'd do it? Do you, or do you think that, like, Anthony Richardson, that they're still legitimately excited about I Anthony wonder- Richardson? You know, the thing about this is where it's tricky with a year like a year like this for the Colts. I think something happens that maybe they wouldn't have realized before, which is, oh, well, you know what? We've got a we've actually we do have a pretty solid football team. The offensive line improving is really one of the biggest things there that they just I think they'd for years have grown accustomed to having a solid offensive line. Then without a good offensive line, everything falls apart. They give, they've seen this year that they actually have a good offensive line. They've got enough playmakers to be potentially in the playoffs, and they did that all with Gardner Minshew. That yeah, maybe maybe they shouldn't have taken a guy who's likely going to be a developmental quarterback. Like wow, we're closer to being really competitive right now. Yeah, I, there might be some buyer's remorse with Anthony Richardson because a he's a project, and b they've seen now up close and personal. Wow, he gets injured a lot. Yeah. He gets injured all the time. Yep. It wasn't just the, the injury that sent him out for the year. He didn't finish three of the four games he played in this year. He was always bang, banged up at Florida, and he's a project. I, yeah, I, I think they would much rather have either – like they could have uh, they could have Kirk Cousins, you know? Right. Like, what would right. this team do with Kirk Cousins right now? Well, and I'm even, just, I'm even just looking at this season, Seth, and let's pretend that Gardner Minshew started all 17 games for them. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, what if, who could they have picked? I'm like, the very next pick was Devin Witherspoon, who is he's, he's played at a Pro Bowl level his rookie year for Seattle. I'm not saying that's who Indianapolis would have taken. Um, you know, but and, and I, you know, I don't know if they would have taken Jalen Carter. Uh, they've already got two. High-level yeah, defensive tackles. Two really good defensive tackles. They might have thought, like, well, yeah, we could trade one of the one of the guys. Yeah, for, uh, yeah. I don't, trade I, Buckner or something, but boy, I'm looking at this rookie class too. Like, it's uh, it's boy. See, thank God for C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson, man, because there is there's some serious drop off going on after those two in the first round. Wow. They um, 
As far as, well, yeah, that's one of my other pet peeves when people say, well, yeah, but like, look who they could have drafted after this, or they'll do it with Will Anderson, and they cherry pick like the, the absolute best, best players yeah. from like, yeah, that's all they I- would have had to do was cherry pick the guy that. No, totally, dude. Yeah, fifteen other players, teams would pass on, but they ended up being good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why. That's why I acknowledge. Like, yeah, Devin Witherspoon was the next guy. I think even when Devin Witherspoon went to Seattle, at five people were surprised. Like, they overdrafted him. It turns out he's he's a he's a pretty good football player. Um, Dan Orlovsky. We talked about the um, the Colts going against the Texans defense. The Colts defense blitzes very little. They play a lot of zone. They've got a really good front four. They they still get after the quarterback really well without having to blitz. Here's Dan Orlovsky of ESPN on the two things C.J. Stroud needs to do against Indianapolis's defense. And talking about like the zone coverage, C.J.'s going to have these short completions. Why do defenses play zone? They're going to give you completions because, one, they think at some point you're going to hold it too long and a sack is going to happen. Or, two, you'll have an offensive penalty that's going to set you back. Right. Or, three, you'll force the ball. You'll lack patience. So two things are going to be needed. Number one, they're going to have to hit some of those play actions that I just showed, too. They don't care about yardage, zone defenses. They think at some point you're going to get into the red zone. I don't care if you kick six field goals, score six times. They, they want you to be d- down in the red zone, um, a lesser player. CJ holds the ball in the red zone more than any quarterback in the NFL. Wow. He's going to have to because he's going to have to make some plays that equal touchdowns and not just take completions just to get field goals. Okay, so anytime I hear he holds the ball, blah, 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 there's always a negative connotation to it. That was a positive connotation there, it sounded like. Like, C.J. Stroud's not – he as a quarterback, he's not, he's not just going to immediately take the dump off down in the red zone and settle for three points. He's more inclined to continue to attack down in the red yeah. zone. Am I hearing yeah, that right? The, um, wait, what was the last part For Orlovsky. Like, am no, I or- – Orlovsky was making C.J. holding onto the ball in the red zone. It sounds like that's a positive thing to Orlovsky, that he's – Oh, no, no, no. I, th- I think he means like he's going to have to um... – You want to play it one more time? No, 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 because okay. it's too long. Okay. As far as like holding the ball in the red zone for as long as he does um... – He says he's going to have to is what he said after that. Yeah. Oh, I thought he meant like he had to make throws and make oh, okay. the plays, as opposed to like holding onto the ball and I perhaps play Morlovsky's sentence structure to, for the confusion, having to throw it away or or what have you. Yeah, um, like because nobody's open in the end zone. Okay. I think this is the this is the issue I have with Orlovsky. I think Orlovsky, all those must haves and must dos are yeah. If you want the Texans to win a Super Bowl or to beat the Bills or something like that, this is. This is the Indianapolis Colts, who are a much better team than expected. But just like the Texans, they're nine and seven for a reason. Like, and yes, they could have won eleven, they could have won seven, whatever. But both these teams, to me, feel very much like nine and seven teams. This is the Colts team that just got destroyed by the Falcons on Christmas Eve. This is the Texans team that just gave Zach Wilson his best game ever, best game ever, just a month ago. So. It, you don't have to be perfect. The Texans, the Texans are not an awful red zone offense. They are smack dab in the middle. Yep. They're 17th in, in scoring. So right there at the, at the median, at the 50th percentile. With two Case um, Keenum games in there, by the way. That's true. Yes, yes. Good point. Good point. So maybe a little bit above average. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not like they're awful. It's just that they do all those things that Dan Orlovsky was just talking about. They, drive, they move the ball really well through the air. You know, in the middle of the field, you get down to the red zone and it gets a little bit tougher. The biggest key for me, honestly, has less to do with CJ and more about the rushing attack. This, this run game has improved a lot over the second half of the season where it really needs to 
evolve and mature into a genuine rushing attack is can you run the ball down on the goal line? And they just they really don't have the road graders or the the polish in the run game right now to do that. And that makes it a lot easier to defend the pass. So I think it's more about it's more about a getting down to the red zone, but then b having some semblance of a rushing attack that can that can create those play action opportunities down that, in the red zone. That's where Damian not being able to kind of really grasp the offense this season hurts because you. I yeah. would think he down inside the five yard line he would be that guy. You know, he with his running style. You yeah, know, it's a very physical that's running where, style. Yeah, we saw the last couple of weeks. I mean, uh, Slowick has tried to tailor the run game to what Damian is good at. And, you know, when you can use pullers and use more clear-cut man blocking, that's the style of football that Damian is good at. And I think they might, they might use that selectively. And, yeah, maybe we do see some of that pay dividends in the, uh, in the, in the red zone now. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Football Friday, Texans Colts, 7-15 tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. Um, Texans, there's two Texans in particular with a ton to gain with big games on Saturday. And I'm not talking about just notoriety or a win. I'm talking about bread. We'll tell you who next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 